0: After another crisis, Patient U.S. has become nonverbal. This once confident and highly talented child is now sitting on their bed in a locked-down psychiatric unit, refusing to speak, refusing to talk to any of the staff or their peers. What could cause such a fall from grace? Is there any hope that Patient U.S. can get out of this rut? What could they possibly be upset about? They have everything. Why do they seem so mad? They are so talented in so many ways. I'm Louis Bianco, RNCPS, and this is Patient US, initials used for confidentiality. Play us out. Wait, play us out. Please, somebody. Look at me, look at me, is it my turn? Sideburns, a shy smirk, wondering how my mind works Wise words, I think fear is a fool Different gene pools, I say delete rules I'm extreme, dude, a rebel, rebellion against that against that peddler and Nothing but a bunch of lies and this devilish metal And I'm resistive, half twisted, half gifted I'm fast to react and different, persistent Addicted to opinions, a misfit, conflicted That's what the chicks dig, no quick fix I'm so deep, close, cheap, and old sneaks I flow free, but no one knows me Cause I'm phony, I'm a rapid assessor I'm the passive aggressor. You're a plastic pretender. In fact, you act as a censor. I defy you. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, and how do you do? I am Luis Bianco, RN, CPS, and this is Patient US, initials used for confidentiality, episode 17. Drumroll, please. <laughs> I pretend that's my brother playing the drums. He's a very good drummer. Today's episode is about the true self. Oh. And cue the single spotlight and bright lights behind me, and I'll, I'll hold my hands up and look to the sky with my eyes closed. This true self. Here is the, the first question I want you to think about as we discuss the true self, my friends. And by discussing the true self, we will answer those Little cliffhangers at the beginning. I do like doing the advertisements in such a way. I just can't stray from this feeling that I have to entertain, although I just want to help for crying out loud. As my body becomes more stressed, as I have more engagements outwardly, I wish I could just be myself because it's just easier. I'm not sure I have the mental capacity to continuously come up with creative ways to share things, especially during the urgent times that Patient U.S. uh, certainly finds themselves in. However, this is my side gig, and when I'm at work, if that's what Patient U.S. needs, that's what Patient U.S. gets. And that's why we're talking about true self. Here we are during a moment of crisis while we have been preached at and taught for years prior to just be our true selves, to just love ourselves. But we've also been taught which things we should do that would make people mad. We've also been taught which things we shouldn't do that have been making people mad. We've also been taught that it doesn't matter if we make people mad. We've also been taught that it does matter if it's a certain person, but if it's somebody else, who cares? All of these mixed messages all tied into a pretty little bow that we are calling the true self. So here is the question. Question. What is your true self? Is your true self what you are right now? Or is your true self what you think you should be? And we're going to get out the highlighter. We're going to highlight that word should again. In fact, if you practice being your true self completely or not at all, There could be danger, and we're going to talk about that today. Patient U.S. is nonverbal because they have decided to be their 100% true self, and now they are deciding to be 0% of their true self, as is with many issues that Patient U.S. is experiencing. Because they were parented similarly by parent number one and parent number two, it's 0 or a hundred, there's very little room for middle, and sadly, usually, middle is where the truth actually exists. What I want to be, or what I think I should be, is not what I am. So let's talk about the negatives first, and positives, I guess, uh, I don't see a lot of positives in living on any single extreme. I do not believe uh, a lot of positives exist. And, and I'll talk about the positives uh, specifically here, but then I'll explain to you why I don't believe they're positives. I don't want to get in my head as ahead of myself. I've already done it. I've, I'm skipping words. Yesterday, if you listened to the episode that I made on threat, I used the word Fictitional, I would like to say that is not a word. And as I continue to spell check or grammar check my content, I'll come on here every morning and, and tell you which things I, I did wrong from now on. Because it's funny, fictitional. Fictitional is a fictitious word. It does not exist. Negatives of living how you think you should be this concept of what we might be if we were at our full potential and living as if we are at our full potential when we are not at our full potential. This is somewhat good for self-esteem, confidence, and empowerment on an individual level and outside of relationship, this can be quote end quote "healthy. However, most things in life, most occurrences, most interactions, most life necessities require some sort of socialization. And when you start to run into people, who are seeing something in front of them that is different than what you are seeing in your mind, you start to create tension. Where does this tension come from? Because I, I truly believe that when tensions, tension is created, the level of tension that exists is experienced by the parties experiencing it. So once a conflict occurs, you can see things escalate. If things escalate in one person, especially if it's a more intimate relationship, then oftentimes things will escalate from the other person. How does this happen? Because of this idea of true self. More specifically, this idea of I am my potential. My true self is what I could be. Even if I'm not there yet, I can live like that is me. How how in the world uh, could this possibly cause any harm? Well, in most social situations, there are roles. And that... That previously mentioned confidence and increased self-esteem that exists in isolation individually uh, and that is grown out of a belief that that we exist in this this realm of our truer self without actually doing the work necessary to attain it. It starts to get in the way when roles are involved. You start to see people assume roles. That may be outside of their limitation Not limitations forever But limitations that exist in real time Because of absence of practice Absence of knowledge Absence of understanding This is not to be an insult However Not everybody is meant to take the last shot In a game Not every piece on a chessboard Can move Anywhere at once. The majority of the pieces have limitations. And if you move them outside of their designated abilities, you're doing it. The game isn't being played appropriately. There's dysfunction. I almost said the W-R-O-N-G word, but I just fear so much that, that right and wrong has become so subjective that I would end up taking some sort of stance, I'm not trying to take if I use those words. I don't believe them to be subjective. I be that I believe them to be more based in in truth. Although obviously the life of any single human being can be messy, and we can do the quote-unquote wrong and still be good. So back to this truer self. This truer self can sometimes inflate us. This is not necessarily healthy to be inflated. As in, I possibly think I'm better than I am, but I'm being my true self. I want to be this, so I am this. I want to do this, so I've done this. I want to believe That I'm doing this, so I've decided I'm already doing it. These are all instances where we are describing a reality and a perceived reality. The true self may give us something to aspire to be, but our actual true self isn't all positive, it has limitations. And becoming our true selves doesn't always mean completely fixing something that doesn't work, especially if part of our true self is that that piece is broken. Please do not take this to any dark place as an insult. My true self has loads and loads of positivity to offer, but I have had to submit to the realities of my limitations. Will I push myself? Forever. I will always try to do as much as possible. I will always hope that there will be a way for this to rectify itself, and I am not unwilling to continue to try to exercise and push myself through discomfort in hopes that that may improve what is occurring. But on any given day, if I can't bend my legs because my muscles are constricted, I can't bend my legs. I shouldn't be on the field if I can't move. And if I tell people I can, and they have an expectation that I will, and then I don't, we run into even more problems involved with this idea of my true self being what I want to be true and not what is true. And those problems don't have as much to do with me as they have to do with my teammates, with the people around me, these people that we are socializing with. Again, on any single moment, this belief in what I can be is a wonderful way to get myself to keep moving forward. But when I am in a group, I need to be somewhat honest. Here's what I'm trying to be. Here's what I am. We are allowed to be honest with ourselves. And in doing that, it will allow us to be more honest with our peers. And in doing that, it will improve the functioning of our groups. And in doing that, it will strengthen our community. The true self is the honest self. And you'll find that when you tell people what your limitations are, that does not mean that you can't also tell them what your aspirations are. You can't also tell them what your gifts are. The true self is awareness of all things. By being aware of certain things that happen. Again, for me, anxiety. If I tried to rid myself of anxiety, I would continuously feel like a failure even though I may believe that someday I will achieve a true self that doesn't experience this much anxiety. I can't wish certain things away. And you you will also find that you can't always work certain things away even with effort and positivity there only that only leaves one piece and that is acceptance the true self is the self that we accept in the now and then we can still believe what that true self could be with effort and time but we live with an understanding of what we are currently and to those around us, it is more helpful to offer them what we are currently than to pose as what we want to be and not deliver on what we are promising. This is what's occurring with parent number one. This is what occurs with parent number two, which leaves patient U.S. in an even rougher spot and now experiencing resentment. How could this be? How can this true self, how can all these concepts of self-love and being yourself create resentment in people? Maybe we'll find out after this break. I had so many questions for him, but I remember in my training how important it was to let him lead the conversation. My desire to have my questions answered was not as important as his possible necessity to express himself. I had to fight the urge to simply ask why. His demeanor changed slightly from agitated to frightened and tears welled up in his eyes. He never actually cried though. I know I would have if I was in his situation. He explained to me that he had done everything in his power to express that he wasn't doing well. He was visibly frustrated with the fact that no one believed him. His mother would check his temperature to see if he had a fever and when he didn't, she and his father would insist he went to school. It started to get so bad that they threatened to call a truancy officer on him if he didn't get out of bed. He stated that he had no other option to prove to others that he was in pain. Here we are again, trying to prove something. That was an excerpt from my book, Mental Health Disability Perception Versus Reality by Louis Bianco, RNCPS, now available on Amazon.com in ebook or paperback. Get your copy now. It has over 10 five star reviews. That's right, 10. Back to you. Oh, yes, 10 over 10. My gosh, climbing the ladder ever, ever so slowly. So, resentment? What do you mean? How could, how could me trying to become my truer self create resentment? How could, how could I cause resentment in myself living as what I think my truer self is? Resentment is a negative feeling. This can't be possible. Well, my friends, sadly, it is. Our commitment to our true self... And this self that we think we should be, by the way, is a character. A character that, however much we commit to it, determines how much possible discord we can create in relationships, but maybe how possible it also is that we can become the best version of ourselves. How can this cause resentment? How could I feel it as the person trying to become my truer self? This is what I want. How many questions am I going to ask? I think that was a lot. I'm going to go back and listen, uh, but not right now. We're just going to keep going. I know I just asked a lot of questions, but it's an interesting concept. There's a couple ways. Becoming your true self or acting the way you would like to be versus the way you are can cause resentment. Let's start with issues with self. As a healthcare worker, anybody who works in the service industry, anybody who has to interact with people, we often present... What an employee should act like, or at least we used to, which may mean looking people in the eye, being kind to people who are being ignorant, offering service and kindness to all because I'm clocked in. If we are not naturally bubbly or kind or comfortable in social situations, then over time... Just like the ocean repetitively hitting rocks and eroding them, over time, our abilities to tolerate the situations I'm describing will decrease. Imagine the teacher of the elementary school who starts their first year so excited to help and then sometimes in their 20th year comes home and is just bothered every single day i went into psychiatric nursing wanting to help as much as possible but i have social anxieties and i also you know i've experienced some stuff so not only was i a charge nurse on a psychiatric unit that was volatile i was also the crisis leader so i was the front line of all threats and i have ptsd continuous exposure on a daily basis to triggers and to energies that are not only harmful but possibly toxic all so that we can prove that we are this person we think we should be. Now all of a sudden, I can't function at the level I would like to and I'm mad at everybody else because they are not putting forth as much effort as I am Doing what I think they should be doing. If I'm going to try to be at this certain level of my true self, then I demand everybody else be. So we start to have expectations of others based on our expectations of ourselves. And that will create resentment because it creates comparison. I'm doing this. Why aren't you doing this? How does it create resentment in ourself? Maybe I shouldn't have said necessarily resentment. But the feelings of of increased stress over and over again, as well as this possibility that I can't keep being me, I can't keep doing what I think I should, this is all too hard. If we oversell our abilities, and this is in conversation, this is in life, if we oversell what we're able to do without learning how to do it, we can... Become reckless and volatile, and that will create resentment. And if we make a big mistake, I really hope we don't, but if we do, then that's when we start to resent ourselves. We become highly embarrassed, we could become highly ashamed. And as I've talked about in previous episodes, there are few emotions right now that are causing more rage, and there are also few emotions right now that haven't been felt. Like embarrassment and shame. We have protected people from embarrassment and shame. We have removed embarrassment and shame because of the true self. This is just who I am. Like it or not, I could care less. Here we are, back to this. We're convinced that it's self-love. We're convinced that this is who I am. This is my true self. When in fact... Not only being who you think you should be is dangerous, being who you want to be is just as dangerous because we are then acting enlightened but acting petulant in actuality. Doing every single thing we want is completely selfish. Doing every single thing we think we should is completely selfless. And as I've said in the beginning, we have to find the middle because that's who we are. We are not what we want to be. We could be what we think we should be. But as simple as it sounds, and I know simplicity is not what is being sought for or sought after in this moment, it's very simple. We are what we are. How much should I have to tell others about what I am? How much should my behaviors tell them about what I am? Our true self does not exist In our own autobiography. Our true self exists. In what we do. Alone. And around others. But we could at least start with around others. If we have a shared goal with a group of people. We can tell them. What our strengths are. And what our abilities are. And also what our limitations are. Because in this Office in this psychiatric unit, limitation is not an insult. It is not offensive. Sharing limitations with your team will help you win as much as sharing your gifts. It is through sharing your limitations that you can allow others to realize where their gifts are, or you can allow others to utilize the gifts that they possess. If you decide that your limitation in your true self, this true version of you, your limitation is actually your strength, then you are getting in the way of people who actually have strength in that situation. Causing complete dysfunction. And I would like to reiterate again that I don't believe dysfunction is a mean word. Dysfunction means not functioning appropriately. It means nothing else. If you attribute any type of negativity or toxicity to the word or assume that I am talking about something I am not talking about, I assure you, I am paying attention to my words. I use words like dysfunction and limitation because they are words and they were not always negative words. If they sound negative, I apologize, but I mean no harm. Dysfunction means not functioning. And that is what happens when we exist more in our thoughts about what we should be or what we want to be instead of existing within the realm of what we currently are. When we are alone is when we can practice. It's when we can strengthen. It's when we can refine. It's when we can learn about ourselves and get our skills into that place where maybe we're even closer to being our truer self. But if we do not put the time and effort in, it is important if we are trying to move forward as a team that we verbalize our actual true self. We'll be back right after one of these messages. Do you like hip-hop music? Do you like songs that tell stories and background music that sets the scene? If so, check out www.reverbnation.com backslash Louis Jojo for my current collection of really swell hip hop tunes now most of them were made 4 to 6 years ago but that's just cause we had to put a pin in that so please check out reverbnation.com backslash Louis Jojo to hear some of my greatest hits including Two different versions of Rise Up, all of my original songs, and the conceptual work of the songs that will be in my upcoming musical. That's ReverbNation.com slash Jojo. So here we are getting close to our final words. My friends, I would like to apologize uh, right up front. What I experience on a daily basis can often change, and sometimes it can last for a while. And we are currently in a state of not seizure but constriction. And I've been having some really rough sleeps. I've been getting up way early. Um, I'm 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 in a a bad way. So my mentality is not in the entertain spot right now and I realize that this is maybe more driven and much less upbeat I I desire to be a Mr. Rogers I believe I am on the same path as him but I fear that I may have more fire or not more but maybe fire in a different way I should say because that guy there's another one of my idols Fred Rogers he's an idol of mine I can tell you that much if you see some of the videos, if you want to check out something cool, check out Mr. Rogers sitting in the middle of courts full of uh, government officials demanding that there be more done for the education of our youth. We all think that he's this really meek and mild person, but no, no. Very brave, courageous, and heroic man. Patient U.S., for our, my final words today, I've sat here and divulged a lot about what I think and a little bit about what I'm feeling, and you still sit there and remain silent, often not even looking at me, often looking away. Eye contact is really important. Sometimes being looked at makes us feel like we exist. I can tell that you don't want me in here, so I understand. We don't need to do the final words today. I really hope you feel better. And just know, I'm here all shift. And even if you don't want to talk to me today, I'll be patient, U.S.